10, 10, 10, 20s on your titties, bitch. 100 VIP, no guest list. Titty raw, you don't know who you fucking with. Got my other bitch fucking with my other bitch. Fucking all night, we ain't sell a bit. Sound too dope, I ain't selling it. Buy fresh skin, all fucking peppermint. The gold letterman's last king killing shit. Young money, young money, yeah, we getting rich. Got your grandma on my dick. <laughs> Friends, haters, cultivators, welcome to Podcasting is Forbidden in the Cloud, where he says, is the only lesbian-hosted podcast about Devil Has Been Solved. I'm your Warg of the Week, Roy. (laughs) And I am Fallon, and welcome to another thrilling episode of SmackDown on the WWE Network, the (laughs) Worldwide Undead Wrestling Entertainment Network. (laughs) Thank you. The woo-woo the wooey, <laughs> the oo the wrestling woo-wee. federation, <laughs> the wooey, because that's the noise you make when you watch these zombies fight. That is the noise I make when I watch the zombies woo-wee. fight, though. Wooey, worldwide undead <laughs> wrestling entertainment. Get into it. The oo wrestling federation. Get into it. Ooh-woo. Oh Jesus, the oo wrestling federation just being a bunch of like yandere girls. <laughs> <laughs> No, that would actually be too popular, and I would oh, be yeah. disturbed by it. And that's Yandere Simulator. It's taking uh, so long because they're having to trademark the name Uwu Wrestling Federation, and now you just gave them another uh, block, another obstacle that they're going to have to take six years to jump over. Wow. God, I hope. <laughs> Please, delay that shit for as long as possible. <laughs> uh, hi, everybody. <laughs> well, hello. Hi. Um, it's been a while. I it's, it's mostly been, my fault. No, it's mine too. <laughs> I've been. It's just the shit of it. Uh, Ray, Ray's getting used to a new job. Yeah, I I got a new job, and they've been they've been giving me hours like crazy because I've been requesting them because I need money because I spent the past you know however many months fun employed, fun employed. But um, you know, it is what it is. Um, I don't want to spend too much time dwelling on us having missed some weeks. Sorry. It's, it just be like that sometimes. Uh, I do want to hop right into the Yeeling Autonomous Zone uh, real quick before we get into the uh, chapter. The Yeeling Autonomous Zone. <laughs> this is where we get online and be wow. political and mad. Um, yeah, let's let's get into the Yeeling Autonomous Zone. Yeah, I just want to say, uh, Black Lives Matter, ACAB, um, we donated our Patreon cash to, uh, or this past month's Patreon cash, all 56 big American dollar of it, to the Richmond Community Bail Fund. Um, and that's going to be uh, just a bit of a preview uh, of some Patreon changes that we have coming up. Yes! We're hoping to make donations to some good and worthy causes um, a regular thing, because we don't want to, you know, we we feel like that's, you know, it's the least we can do. Absolutely, and I feel like just one payment is a little bit performative, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, for now, you know, right in the beginning when shit's popping off, yeah. um, you know, give it all up front. What else are we doing with it? Absolutely. Um, so, you know, but we're going to we're gonna build it into our income, mm-hmm. so um, thank you to y'all. And y'all are going to have um, a bit of a say in how we do things with that money. Absolutely. So if you are a Patreon trin, uh, <laughs> keep an eye out. Uh, and you'll be helping us out and you'll be helping some uh, much uh, more worthy causes. 
Yeah, know Alex. that know that uh, if you do subscribe as a patron to us, you're not only putting money in our pockets for food and yeah, necessities and stuff, you're also putting 33% of that money in the pockets of charities that you will definitely have a say on. Yeah, put 33% of a treat into the mouth of, uh, I don't know, Unicorn Riot, maybe. Uh, That'd be great. Yeah, we'll see. It'll and you know, 33% of a treat, that's still a treat. That's still a damn treat. That counts as a treat in my book, especially when it's like whole dollars worth of treat. Yeah. That's just the... Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So that's that's gonna be that's gonna be a change that's gonna be happening. Yeah, we also but it's have, good. We're gonna we'll get into it when we get when we get yeah. to the housekeeping. But yeah, uh, yeah, just wanted to get that out of the way up front. Hello, fat boy. He is here, here to is. podcast. Hi. Anyway. He wants to get in on it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, we read a chapter this week. We certainly did read a chapter. It took us a little bit, but it, we did read a chapter. We read chapter thirty-eight, which Gra- is part six of grasses, gases, grasses, or asses, as we call it. Um. I'm going to get right into our summary sure. before Thickness here decides to do whatever it is he feels like doing. You're going to keep your happy ass parked right there. <laughs> you're going to listen still- to us podcast and you're not going to make a nuisance. <laughs> He's so gross. He's still got like messy food stains on his face. Yeah, because we have to, we ha- we gave him one of those, um, <laughs> we gave him silicone, a slow feeder. Yeah, it was, yeah. A, it was a silicone slow feeder because he would eat his food too fast and either throw up. Or eat his food too fast and immediately go after his sister's food, bully her off of her perch where she would eat her food and continue to eat the rest of her food and then throw it up. Yeah. And then eat that throw up. Sometimes throw it up again and eat it again. It's so gross. This cat is so nasty. We decided that the best course of action would be to get him a silicone slow feeder. And like, if you've ever seen those, they have the little nubs. On them, so the cats kind of have to work around to get to the food. It looks it like some kind of some kind of weird stim device. Yeah, it tends to work better with dry food, but with wet food, I mean, it, it slows him down enough that yeah. he doesn't typically puke shit up anymore, which is so great. Sorry for anybody <laughs> thing, who finds that gross. The thing is, he is a fool, and he I don't. Puts we've his had face in it. He does. He we've he's had this slow feeder for like. A year and a half now, something like that? A year? About, so, yeah. yeah. And just recently, in the last maybe month or so, he, like, doesn't know how to eat anymore. So he just shoves his nasty face into it and gets food all over his face. And, and then he just has food stains on his face for the rest of the night. He just has food mess on his face all of the time. It's, like, permanently stained on him. He just gets, he gets into it. He's, I mean, I can't so blame him, but Face Jesus. first into the trough. Lost in the sauce. Anyway, anyway, let's get face first into the summary. Let's get face first. Let's get lost in this sauce. Um, so chapter 38, Grass, is part six. Six of Grass. Six of them. Uh, so we pick up, as we do, we love to pick up where we left off. Yeah. Uh, Lan Wangji steps in to save Wei Wushan, so he and Shui Yang start doing fighting. Uh, Shui Yang whips out his own cool, cool sword, Zhang Zai. And he does his stupid two swords Arthur Dane bullshit. <laughs> and Lan Wangji says, Wei Wushan, leave this place. So he does. <laughs> Wei Wushan finds Song Lan and Wen Young still fighting. And he says, I know when I'm not needed. So he, he but he, he looks around and he sees, he sees the little boys. And he goes, ah. Uh, meanwhile, Lan Wangji grabs Shuanghua from Shui Yang and tells him that he doesn't deserve it, which kind of obviously hurts Shui Yang's feelings. <laughs> um, anyway, Wei Wuxian checks up on the boys and they're fine, and Lan Wangji and Chui Yang bust in fighting, and Lan Wangji whips out his Gucci and does his Getty Lee multitasking, 
fighting with a sword while doing Guchin, and it rules. Um, and everyone says wow about it because he objectively rules, and it's extra impressive because it's a lot of the boys' first time seeing him actually, like, actively kicking ass. And Wei Wuxian agrees that Lan Wangji just whips ass. Uh, but then he realizes that the sun's gonna start coming up soon, and that means that the fog's gonna come make problems again, so he's gotta do something. And right then, the little ghost girl comes back, and Wei Wuxian's brain gets really, really huge, and he says, let's follow her. Uh, she was trying to chase you boys out for your own safety, so she knows what the fuck is up, and he kind of lets it slip that quote-unquote Shaoxing Chen uh, was actually Shui Yang, and the boys are like, what? And Wei Wuxian says, put a pin in that. Uh, the cultivator was coming from inside the house. The cultivator was coming from inside the house. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> man, door, no hand hook car door. <laughs> yeah. Mandor kind of hand hook. Yeah. Mandor pinky gone car door. Um, what's a car? That's good question. Uh, but yeah, he says, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll tell you about it later. Bye, Wangji. Uh, and Jingyi does a funny thing where he's like, what, you're not going to do a tearful romantic goodbye? And Wei Wuxian is like, what are you talking about? So anyway, they follow the ghost girl to this creepy house, and it turns out it's a coffin home, which is basically exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> it's sort of a funeral home, sort of a morgue. Uh, it's the corpse closet. They yeah. go They go in, and Wei Wuxian gives the boys a lesson in how normies use architecture to protect against zombies, and he's like, actually, they're pretty smart. Uh, the ghost girl reappears on top of a coffin, and Wei Wuxian, uh, for the boys' sake, takes it on himself to follow her lead and open it up, and there's a dead guy inside. And he's got on some nice white robes and a blindfold, and he ain't got no eyes underneath, so you know what that means. It's, you know who it is. It's the real Shaoxing Chen. He's here. We solved the mystery. He is here. He is dead. Uh, so we were shown in the dead boys. <laughs> dead Shaoxing dead. You can't. You can't. Too soon. Homestuck did. Fuck off. What do you mean too soon? Fuck off. This book came out like, fuck, like three years ago. It takes place. A thousand years ago. <laughs> a thousand fake vampire years ago. A thousand fake vampire years ago. <laughs> it's never going to be too soon to talk about how dead Xiao Xing Chen is. That's like one of his, one of his chief personality traits. <laughs> He's dead. Gentle, virtuous, and dead. Gentle, virtuous, and dead. <laughs> um, Sorry about it. Where the fuck was I? <laughs> um... <laughs> they see the dead man in the box and uh, Wei Wuxian and the boys kind of debate what the best way to talk to the ghost girl to figure out what the fuck is going on would be. And Wei Wuxian says, it's time to do empathy. And empathy is the warg spell. Uh, it lets a spirit inhabit your body to let you see and hear and feel and experience everything they did in their memory. But it's super dangerous because the ghost can totally possess your body if it feels like it. It's what you want your therapist to do. Oh, yeah. And while you're in the empathy zone, your body is totally totally vulnerable. And you need a spotter in case you get too lost in the sauce. So Wei Wuxian says, Jin Liang, you have the Jiang Bell. You're going to be my spotter. So he casts the spell, and he wargs into the little ghost girl. And for a second while he's casting it, he's like, wait, shit, I'm going to be blind. But then he's in her mind palace, and he's in her POV, and actually, turns out... Not blind. No. Uh, he can see. So she just she just looks like that. He sees like 
her reflection of herself because POV is weird. Mm -hmm. Um, He's seeing through her vision um, a reflection of herself and her eyes just look like that. Um, So he's like first personedly observing a day in her life, basically. Uh, He finds out her name is Aching. And she pretends to be blind to get food and money and do some pickpocketing. Like, she purposefully bumps into people and gets apologetic, like, sorry, can't see. And eventually she does that to a fella in some nice white robes with a bloody bandage over where his eyes should be. And I wonder who that is. And then the chapter is over. He's like, oh, same disability. Same disability. (laughs) (laughs) Same missing organs. I bet she she feels so good about. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) She's like, (laughs) So this chapter was definitely an interesting one. Oh, yeah. This, This chapter has some extremely funny things in it, but it also has some, like, well, it has one very bad thing in it that we, you were, we were. (laughs) Yeah, I literally wrote that down. I was like, well, while I was reading this, I made a horrified sound and I was like, yep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. Oh, I forgot about that. Delightful little part. Jesus Christables. I mean, it's at least framed as the bad thing that it is. Oh, yeah. But it could be framed as worse because it's it's kind of framed as like, oh, it's just an annoyance in a way. Oh, it's just what these dudes do. Yeah. I mean, weighing when he observes it is like, he almost he went, gets mad. He almost went male feminist batshit. <laughs> yeah. He did. Um, he did log in and almost start typing a white knight response, but he he backed he, off. He had to stop himself because yeah. he was physically incapable. Yeah, yeah. That's so anyway, just how it be sometimes. So this chapter starts out very strong. Lan Wangji materializes yeah. in front of Wei Wuxian to protect him, and Wei Wuxian's like. He basically says something that's like, better late than never, but for people who are deeply neurotic. Oh, yeah. So it's like, isn't it better to come exactly on time than to come early? Isn't that what this is called? And he's like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he <laughs> says, isn't the phrase, it's better to come at the right time than it is to come at the earlier time or than the later time. And I would like it to be that way. It's like... He just makes it so much longer than it needs to be. It's normal. <laughs> it's regular. And, and so they, they have this exchange. You know, they take a few seconds. They do, yeah, they like, do cool, like, battle couple banter. And it says, as their exchange finished, they turn back to fighting with Shui Yang. Yeah! What I think is so funny about this is this is not, uh, this is not, um, a singular instance of this happening. Oh, yeah, like, no. It's a complete, it's they a complete doing casual it. time stop. Whenever these two talk to each other, like every character in the scene pauses the action out of deference to the husbands who have the oh, yeah. floor. And then once they're finished having their little banter, they can move on into the action. This is not a criticism of this. I think it's crucial. <laughs> they need to have their time to have a little bit of banter. Oh, yeah. Even Shui Yong, dirty fighting ass, two swords Shui Yong even sits there and is like, no, I'm just going to let them do their thing. They can do it. I, I have enough respect he just, to let this he unfold. He just vibes. He's like, okay, these these bitches gay? Good for them. <laughs> <laughs> Keep scrolling. And so he he gets a uh, he gets sneaky. He gets his he gets sneaky. He gets uh he gets his actual sword out. Yeah, his main and he does sword. the little dual wielding thing. Yep. 
and he his his sword emits a black aura because that's how you know that he's extra evil. Yeah, it's and it's, it's nasty. Yeah, it, it has the best name out of all of these. Like objectively, I think it's just he's his sword is called Zhangzai, and it's Jiangzai. just such a cooler name than he deserves. And, yeah, absolutely. Um, and Lan Wangji's like, oh shit. Lan Wangji goes, granddad, granddad, Zhangzai, Zhangzai, Beyonce, Shuiyang's like. Oh my god, I can't believe you know my sword. That's so funny. Like, I'm no like, shit, honored. there's a catalog. <laughs> oh my god. Like, Jungs, I got a full spread. <laughs> like, yeah, for no reason other than Shuiyang just being the most attention seekingly problematic. Of it's course, so he got a full awful. spread. Because terrible people, the media cannot leave terrible people alone. It's they true. have to continue to give them a platform and a spotlight. And if so they don't, course. and if they don't receive a platform, they go and insert themselves into platforms. Uh-huh. They make trouble. Looking at him, hello. Looking at uh, a YouTube influencer whose name starts with J and rhymes with Jeffrey Star. Um, <laughs> <laughs> literally he's creating gonna, drama because gonna, you're literally creating drama because you're jealous of like a 21 year old who's more successful than you were at that like age you're like 40 oh my god you have million I'm sorry to get into fucking the fucking the, the fucking, parallels the between Shui Young and Jeffree Star I'm run sorry. deep I'm sorry to get into the Yiling Autonomous Zone again, <laughs> but this this person is like almost 40 years old. They have this net worth that they're constantly talking about on every platform, talking about how they're so much better than everybody else because their net worth is higher. But you can't keep these people's names out of your mouth. You say that you're going to mind your business, but you can't mind your fucking business. I'm sorry. This is a drama tea channel now. <laughs> But but Jeffrey Star, Jeffrey Star is, like is going to hunt us down. We're going to be his next targets. He is a combination of Shui Yang and and I'm I stand that. beside that. <laughs> I stand beside that. You better bleep it. Okay. If you know, you know. If you know, you that is true. It's three syllables, which is every single character's name. <laughs> but if you know, you know. I can't wait to get a call out video by Jeffrey Star. I can't fucking wait He's for him not. to dig up receipts on me. Oh my god, please. I fucking invite it. I'm like, okay, <laughs> fuck you, pay me. Fuck you, pay me. <laughs> hey, I'll shut up about you if you give me $100,000. <laughs> fuck off. For $8,000 a month, I will, I will stop. stop. <laughs> oh god. Oh my god, I had to I had to explain communism kills to one of my friends who saw her randomly on Twitter and oh, posted no. one of her dumbass posts like, ha look at this idiot. I'm like, you don't know the half of it, buddy. <laughs> oh, Once God. again, if you know, you know. Come and um, listen to my story about girl. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Uh, anyway, is- so Lan Wangji identifies the sword as Zhang Zai. Yeah, Shui supposedly like, oh this is God. a podcast about Moda Zushi. It is. It's whatever. Yeah, he's like, oh my God. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and Zhang Zai just like basically means it's a bad boy. Yeah. And it's going to be. It's it means I'm bringing trouble. Yeah. It, yeah. It's a bad boy and it's going <laughs> to be. Zhang literally means I think I will create problems for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's it. And. The way with Sean's like, suits you. Yeah. Like, catty. Yeah. Almost. Like, making. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Way with Sean 
does a Scorpio thing, <laughs> just saying a catty comment. And Long Long G's like, hey, come on, just, come on. Enough of that. Enough, Enough of that. that. Scurry along, please. Yeah. <laughs> so he scurries. And Wei Wushan humbly listened to the suggestion. Like, why is this line so funny to me? <laughs> humbly. Wei Wushan, like, sub-looking ass. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Looking ass. He just does it. Just and he goes, the name Wei Wushan and then the adverb humbly. Like, yeah, okay. I'm sorry? Anyway. <laughs> In what world? So and he, so he walks out and immediately stumbles he, upon he the zombie walks fight. Into, he walks into a fucking Looney Tunes episode. He... <laughs> Like, yeah. Wen Young grabs Song Long by the neck and slams him into the wall and creates a Song Long shaped hole in the wall. And they're completely they are completely expressionless as they oh, yeah. fight. The zombie fight is done without emotion, just it's with so pure, fucking funny. pure unbridled cartoon strength. <laughs> they Wei- are throwing each other around like crash test dummies. And Weying is like Moving right along. <laughs> he just does the Grandpa Simpson gif where he puts his hat on the hat rack and walks right out. He's like, all right, well, you know what? Wen Young, I think, has this handled. Yeah. I'm going to go see if the ducklings need help. And it, you know what? The ducklings do need the help. The babies always need help. So he, he goes over to the babies. The, he and, goes over to the babies. Meanwhile, and we get this little bit of Lan yeah. Wangji and Shui Young fighting. And uh, he Lan Wangji grabs uh, Shuanghua. Uh, which, if you will remember, is Chaoxing Chen's sword. Yeah. So he grabs it and he says, uh, or Shui Yang is like, G- give me it! Uh, oh my god, give me it! And Long Wangji's like, you don't even deserve to hold this. You don't even deserve to look at it. fucking burn. Yeah, he sick says, burn. you do not deserve this sword. Sick burn. And Shui Yang is so mad. He's so mad. He does that thing where you're so mad that you just laugh. He's so fucking mad. Um, Tip, he is so fucking mad. And so we cut back to Wei Wushan. He's like, all right, everybody, everybody it's baby good. Time. Like, and he's like, and they're like, yeah, we were all good boys. We didn't breathe in the corpse air. And Wei Ying is like, okay, good. Because if you do, I'll feed you my kanji again. And everyone does a funny gag. Everyone goes, yeah. like, honestly, I mean, I don't blame him because this could be classified as a threat of biological warfare. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and then we get three chapters that I just summarized as Lan Wangji rules, dude. Because that's all it is. He just comes in and just whips ass. He comes in and whips ass. And, like, I made, okay, I made this note in a random spot on this page. Look at the, hold on, look at the difference between your notes. You you have this big, huge, like, all these, like, full sentences <laughs> and, like, a big ol' section highlighted and all these notes. And then I've just got a big, this thing, and then scribbled Lan Wangji rules, dude. Yeah, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. If I don't write down all of these notes and read them and remember them, I I don't know what my notes mean. If somebody looked at these two side by side, though, and were asked, which one of these people has the Master of Fine Arts and Creative Writing degree? (laughs) And which of them has the GED they got four years (laughs) late? (laughs) Um, only only somebody with an MFA would look at my notes and say that's the MFA ever. Yeah. <laughs> all absolutely. of our brains all of our brains fell out after we graduated. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Jesus. But fucking so I wrote this note down and I really appreciate it. I don't know what the what why I just wrote it down in this like the middle of this page where he's like Wei Wushan is just like talking to the kids. I totally adore 
how Long Wangji is literally the only authority Wei Wuxian respects or defers to. Like, he's literally his dom. Yeah, sorry. Um, uh, so anyway. Folks, folks, hey, hey. It's just true. So. It's just true. So anyway, (laughs) Long Wangji comes in and like, I know y'all have heard of dual wielding, right? Oh, yeah. We mentioned dual wielding before. But we have a new spin on it now that'll absolutely blow your dick off. <laughs> Not just dual wielding with swords. We're talking dual wielding with a traditional Chinese zither. Yep. A big boy. And the world's hottest, sexiest, most penetratable sword. sword. You can't just say that knowing what comes later in this novel. I can say that with full knowledge of what comes later in the novel, and that's why I did. I guess you can. If you know, you know. If you like pina coladas. So he fucking comes in, he slams his Gucci on a table or something, and yeah, it's a table, and he's playing it with his left hand and fighting swords with his right hand. Uh-huh. And it's fucking incredible. And all the boys are watching this, like... <sighs> and yeah, because, well, okay. So, the the reason Lan Wangji is playing the Guqin is because, of course, there are corpses around here. Yeah, there's so, corpses and there's yeah. also Shui Yang. There's and corpses and Shui Yang, and, you know... Gotta him do- being the, the ultimate protector. Big boy Lan Wangji, he's gotta handle it all himself. Oh, yeah. I mean, he and, can. Like, if if he can, he will. And, and so, I respect that. Absolutely. So and then we sitting get, here being badass and Jin Liang is like, wow, he rules. He rules. And we get the cutest fucking line. This is so cute to me. Like, this, this sentence. I'm going to read it. Yeah. He had seen Zhang Cheng and Jin Guangyao go on night hunts and kill beasts, which made him think that his two uncles were the most were the two most powerful cultivators in the entire world. That's so fucking cute it's to cute. me. It's cute, and it's also how you know Jin Liang is still a baby, because oh, yeah. only a fresh one <laughs> would put Jiggy's cultivation on the same level oh, yeah. as Zhang Cheng's. Oh, like, yeah. J- he's oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, if you haven't missed it, because I, I think we've mentioned it a few times, but it hasn't really... I know really, the book has. Yeah, has, I don't think we've really... But just for a reminder, Jiggy is not a very good cultivator. No, he's, he's not. His cultivation is very low. Um, and he's great at cultivating relationships. He's 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 got very high charisma. Yeah. Um, but he's he's being played as a wizard, um, which you need. I mean, he's also got very high intelligence. He's maybe he's being played more as a cleric. Um, yeah. But you know. Um. Anyway, so so. Jin Liang is watching this and he's like, wow. And, um, and Jiggy's like, fucking, of course he's cool. Look at him. Yeah. And he's like, no duh, he rules. And, uh, like, no duh, he rules, but he's like low key about it. Uh, yeah. You know? He like low key rules. Like, right. And he turns to <laughs> Wei Wuxian and it's obviously dedicated. He's obviously directed at Wei Wuxian and he's like, what, what do I have to do with this? Why are you asking me that? I just wrote gay over that line. <laughs> <laughs> he's because he's just being gay again, and I love that. Jingy, through- yeah, Jingyi just really shows his freaking true colors here. Oh, I was Let's talking see. about Wei Ying <laughs> being gay. Oh yeah, yeah. But um, oh no, no, no. I know you're talking about, it. but yeah. um, the I love that the like through this entire conversation, the qualifier is just good. Yeah, like isn't Han Guangjun good? And yeah, like, it's just, just like it's. He gets- 
It's so, sorry, it's so general, but it, like, kind of needs to be because there are just so many ways in which he rules. It's like when I call you my, because there are so many things (laughs) that you're my. (laughs) Exactly. And he's just, he's so good. He's just so good. He's just so good. It's good, but Jingyi's like... Jingyi is, like, incensed that Wei Wuxian is basically dodging calling Lan Wangji the best. And he's like, what do you mean? Don't you think he's good? Wei Wuxian's like, hey, hey, no, no. He's great. He's so good. He's the best. And it says, as he talked, he couldn't help but break into a smile. It's just like, yeah, no homo, but yeah, Lan Wangji is the best man. He's so good. He's the only dude I would allow inside me. No, that does not make me gay. It's a sign of respect. Okay. I'm showing my deference. I'm showing my deference by saying I would allow him to put his wiener inside of me. It's like when a dog rolls over onto its back. Yeah, it's <laughs> a, it's 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 how the ancient Greeks used to do it, okay? Jesus. And the, <laughs> I think that's literally a thing though. <laughs> wow. So so there's that for you. This, this is this has suddenly become a fucking uh Oh my god, what's that one Twitter? And it was also a Tumblr where it was like obsessed with like the manly Warrior male, yeah. War hero male, that's Warrior it. Warrior male, yeah. That's fucking it. Jesus. Warrior male. <laughs> the warrior male me, it reflex. Reminds, <laughs> the warrior male reflex, that's fucking <laughs> it. But god, anyway, oh. so so they're they're fawning over Lan Wangji a yeah, little bit. Yeah, they're standing. They're kidding and standing. They're no, kidding they're just and standing. standing. They're but um I mean, I feel like Lan Jingyi really wants to kin. He wants Lan to Wang kin, Ji, but he just can't do it. Sichuan decides later that he definitely wants to kin, but we'll get there. Yeah, later. yeah. Uh, and so they're thinking about fucking this. The if the, once the night ends, because night's about to end, and then the sun's going to come up, and mm. that's going to make the fog make problems. And like, if it were just like the two chillers, yeah, if you it know, was the professionals Wei Wuxian and Lan Wangji dealing with it. It'd be fine, but they have all of these kids to take care of. So they're like, all right, we got to come up with something quick. We got to come up with something quick. And then they hear little tippy taps again. There she is. They hear those little tippy taps and there she is. Way with Sean's like, fucking follow that ghost, kids. <laughs> and then some Scooby-Doo music play. Oh, yeah. They get a whole they get a whole montage set to a nice yeah. little 60s <laughs> tune. And of course, Jin Leung is the only one who's like, what, what do you mean? What do you mean follow a ghost? No, I'm not going to. No, I'm not going to do it. And Way with Sean's just like, right now, I trust this creepy dead girl more than any <laughs> other element of this town. And I can't find fault with that. He's 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 just right because he's like right. as we find out in the next paragraph, Aching's smart. Yeah, she's um, smart. She's been trying to like she's basically been, been trying to chase them away. Yeah, she's like trying to corral them out of U City because she knows what the fuck is going on. And Wei Ying like theorizes that when he stepped on the paper mache nether brawler mm-hmm. head earlier, um, that it was that she put it there to yeah. like scare him off. And for for real, I don't think Achin gets enough credit in the fandom for how oh, fucking no. clever she is. Mm-hmm. Like she was really doing the most, and she, you know, who she reminds me of? Hmm. Wei Wuxian. You know, a little bit. And I was thinking, I was reading this, and now I want an AU where like uh, in a live Achin studies under Wei Wuxian. Wow, it'd be a vibe. Oh, it'd be good. I think it'd be great. I've seen AUs where like he just has his own little flock. cultivation sect yeah. flock. And I think it's so good in a perfect world. In a perfect world, I see. I see a lot of fic where 
like Shui Yang studies under uh, Yiling Laozu. Yeah. I've seen a lot of fic where Aching rightly inherits the Songshao sect. Fucking uh, yes. But wow. I have not ever heard of the one that you just ran by me. I think it'd be great. It'd be so fucking good. I think it'd be really good. What the hell? Because <laughs> I think that, I think that. I like you it. You know, they have some cleverness in common with them. I think Aching might even, you know, be on the same level as cle- of cleverness as her, our boy. Her brain's really opinion. big. Her brain is huge. And I think that it could be a decent use for some good, good demonic cultivation. Yeah. I think it would be fun. To me. Just anyway, Yiling Wei sect forever. To me. So Wei Ying is like, so just follow her because she's smart. Follow the smart ghost girl. She was trying to avoid Shui Young, and one of the boys, we don't get a name, is like, why is Shui Young here? Why is Shui Young? And fucking Wei Yang goes, it's this whole thing. Just go. And like, just, like, just, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll fucking talk about it yeah, later. Just, like, remind just, me later. Just go. Just go. <clears throat> so, so it's time to leave. And they go, and they get to Spooky House. Um... Or no, they don't get there quite yet. Oh yeah, because first we get the good Jingyi moment. Hashtag fucking yeah. one Jingyi funny moments. Jingyi's like, so you're, you're just gonna like leave just like that? You're just gonna leave. And Wei Yang's like, yeah? Wei, yeah, Wei Wuxian's like, hey, how about dude? We're, uh, we're taking off. See ya. And he just... <laughs> uh, good luck. And he's he's dual wielding his Gucci and his sword, and a third arm of his comes up and gives a thumbs up. He fucking <laughs> yeah, he like literally plays the Gucci to be like okay, yeah. just <laughs> like, a, a little okay hand comes up yeah. out of it. The comedic timing in this chapter is just ideal. <laughs> like literally, Wei Wishan shoots him a thumbs up and then disappears, leaving yeah. a Wei Wishan shaped dust cloud. Yeah, <laughs> and, and Jiggy's like, is that it? Like, you're not going to have any, like, romantic... No, you can't leave. If you're leaving, I'm going with you. <laughs> like, get none of that? Like, really? He's so mad that he got robbed of a fucking ship moment. Uh, yeah, literally. Like, Gusulan needs a romantic, like, jingly, jingy in charge. Jingly. A jingly. He does... Like, seriously, though, this child... He's literally like, is it not a must? Like, you gotta. He literally says you gotta. And I'm then, sorry, but where's the rain? Where are the tears? Where's your suitcase? Where's the moving train? <laughs> Where's the upside down kiss in the rain? There's so much of this missing, and I really feel like I'm being let down here. <laughs> Wei Wishan's like, are you- What are you fucking talking about? You really you really think Lan Wangji would say some shit like that? And, and the lawn sex, like everybody, it says the lawn sex juniors course. No, but not Jing Yi. Not him. He ain't having it. And then Wei Wuxian says something that is another one of those kind of really nice compartmentalizations of him and Lan Wangji's relationship. Oh, yeah. It's really good. He's like, you know, right? It's a waste of time. I believe that someone as reliable as Hong Guang Jun would definitely be able to deal with it. Mm-hmm. I can just focus on my own things and either wait for him to find me or go find him myself. Like, they trust in each other and each other's abilities enough that there's really no need for that kind of melodrama. Yeah, exactly. And like, what I wrote, I highlighted that line and I said implicit trust is more important than explicit overtures. Like, Yeah, absolutely. It's almost like that's how a good relationship should be. Isn't that weird? I know, it's so weird. Like, the explicit overtures are nice. I like to wake up in the morning and say, I want my dog. But then, like, you know, it's also good to just know that, you know... 
It'd be like that. Know that it'd be like that. And we're going to be, we support each other implicitly mm-hmm. and explicitly. And a lot of the time we really don't feel the need to justify that by, you know, going out of our way yeah. to make freaking performances, like, yeah, you yeah. know, like this. Because yeah. I just, I don't know, when when the trust is there implicitly and when the feelings are there implicitly, you don't really need to be performative about it. But of course, Jingy is little baby. He's little and he's baby. been raised on rom-coms. <laughs> so that's how we think it, he thinks it works. And that's fine. And I can't, I can't blame him because it's good and cute to see. It is extremely good and cute to see. I the would personally, overtures. we like it. I know it would be out of character, but I would love to see it from Lan Wang Ji and Wei Wuxian. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. It'd but be as cute. it stands, what they have here, I think is even more valuable. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, when you think about it, they are, like, grown-ass men in their 30s. Yeah. So, <laughs> so like, yeah, and that's that's another thing. Yeah. Because I do kind of see that melodrama in fanfiction a lot. And yeah. I'm like, hey, they're grown adults. <laughs> they're grown-ass men in their 30s. Like, I know a lot of people writing fanfiction are not grown-ass adults in their 30s. Mm-hmm. Or even, like, mid-20s with that much life experience. But, like... Just think about think about the levels of melodrama you put in your fan fiction relative to how old the characters are. You know, you know. Anyway, anyway, that's that was nitpicky. Sorry. Anyway, so spooky but so house. But so they get up to this spooky house, and there's <clears throat> the thing about this house is it's got this huge threshold. Mm-hmm. And halfway in, Wei Wushan doesn't even turn around. He's like, "Oh yeah, like watch for the threshold. It's pretty high." And one of the kids almost immediately d- trips in each shit. Uh, yeah, we do. Like almost. right before that happens, we get the words "squeak" in dialogue tags. Squeak. Which is hilarious. Like, I know it's just supposed to be, like, a sound effect, but the way it's written, like, without any... Because <laughs> we've seen dialogue written like that before. It looks like it's somebody in the group of children or something, like, it's, saying it's, it out loud. It's Jiggy lurking in the background. <laughs> <laughs> he's just vibing. He's, he's running. Just vibing. He's, he's just taking a run in his hamster ball. <laughs> he just wound up here. But that's just in the neighborhood squeak. <laughs> squeak. Squeak. <laughs> rolling up, rolling up in the fucking hamster ball. Absolutely. What Anybody the fuck hamster any? in the whip? Anybody got any yogis? <laughs> <laughs> but fucking <laughs> WTF hamster into whip. <laughs> hamster into whip. <laughs> you can go Jesus with this Christ. or you can go with that. <laughs> Do you all remember that fucking commercial? Oh my god. For the Kia Soul. Oh my god. Lord. Anyway, <laughs> in so, memoriam Kia Soul. So Kia Soul spokesman. <laughs> yeah. Man, Sorry. the Kia Soul. The Kia Soul's still out and about. My it mom's is. got a Kia Soul. Man. It is. We 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 ended up in a rented Kia Soul when uh we went to uh University of Texas at El Paso to set me up there. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking one of my best friends from high school had a puke green Kia Soul. <laughs> Shout out to you, Zach. The only person I know who actually thought that was an attractive car. Kia <laughs> Soul. That's, that's, that's modern AU Jiggy's new car. A Kia Soul? Yeah. Like it's gotta be. Kia Soul? It's gotta be. Well, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. 
Oh, Lord. I anyway. fucking love that. But anyway, so so the whole watch for the threshold, don't trip. He doesn't even bother. Like, good looks. Jesus. Like, oh, by the way, watch out for that fall hazard. God. So, you know, even with sufficient warnings, people will still stay tripping over thresholds. Yeah. I just was... <laughs> this just reminded me of the fucking thing that happened with my grandpa at that one restaurant. Oh, my God. This is going to be a tangent, Fuck. but I'm really, this is going to be a tangent, but so. You're fucking great. <laughs> so this is very convoluted. Uh, my aunt has terminal cancer, basically, and I went to visit her when I found out in like August. And we, I flew to California initially where my mom lives so we could then drive to New Mexico where my aunt was and stay with her there i don't know why i went to california initially whatever but so we were we we oh no i know why because we were bringing my grandpa because mm-hmm. my mom <laughs> lives and my mom lives and takes care of my 88 year old grandfather who is 900 years old oh god he's <laughs> older than he hmm he's he's to the point where he wears only patriotic themed aloha shirts <laughs> and usually shorts oh but God. the second he gets home they come off <laughs> and he just walks around in his tidy white no he's missing many teeth uh <laughs> he has many 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 medical ailments <laughs> Uh, but still insists upon being intensely independent, even though he can't be anymore. <laughs> Resents my mom for having to take care of him. Uh, is just basically kind of a mess of a person who refuses to accept how old and in need of help he is. Good lord. Uh, he's one of those people who's on blood thinners, so he will gently brush against something and begin to bleed profusely. This is all set up for our road trip. In the Kia Soul, actually. <laughs> a road trip in my mom's Kia Soul to New Mexico. We stopped in Arizona at a barbecue place for dinner. And we decided we were going to sit in the restaurant and have a nice time. The restaurant had a patio. The patio had a step up to a threshold. There was caution tape on the threshold, over the threshold, signs on either side of the door stating that there was a step and to watch your step because there was a slightly high threshold. My grandpa didn't <clears throat> see or listen to any of that. He never watched Frank of the Show Brooks's movie, moving what? film. He never to watched. Watch your step. He never watched. Watched your step. <laughs> he did not lift his foot up high enough because he did not realize there was a threshold there, even though it was clearly demarcated. And he tripped a shit. He had a glass of beer in his hand. Oh. The glass broke. And you never told me he had a glass of beer in his hand. Yeah, he had a beer in his hand. The, uh, oh he fell God. onto the glass of beer and it ended up tearing his arm up. We spend the rest of the night in the ER. Oh and my-, my grandpa really tried it initially <laughs> saying like, oh, well, I didn't, I didn't see any signage there. And we very uh, calmly for the situation directed him towards the many signs that said that there was a fall hazard. He just refused to accept that he had not seen it and had missed a step and that it was his own damn fault. So watch your step. Moral of the story. Yeah. Sorry. And and that's not even including the part where 
uh, they asked him what all medications he was on, and <laughs> uh, <laughs> he and just he, ignored the doctor's orders, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, he he was prescribed a medication that would have reacted badly with another one of his myriad medications that he took and completely ignored the doctor when he said to refrain from taking those medications at once and got himself sick and we went to the doctor again. <laughs> and that was uh, a day and a half in Arizona. Just day in the life. Just... Oh, God. And he was nothing but indignant about it. Anyway, if you ever get that old (laughs) and you're like that. If you live to the age of 277 years old, please just fade away for everyone else's (laughs) sake. I'm not saying this to be cruel. You had a good run, but now it's over. And you're just not on this earth for any reason other than to make other people's lives hard. You had a good run, fade into the ether. That's the moral. With of my all story. due respect. <laughs> <laughs> he really With is all just due out respect, here. Please. He's out here looking like the fucking shriveled ass worm from the chocolate bar episode of Spongebob. With his two reverse mortgages or whatever. With his fucking, oh god. This this is a grandpa podcast. A grand podcast. Grand podcast. Fuck, oh god, let's get back to Mudo. Yeah, let's, Jesus, let's talk about I'm sorry, <laughs> I just, I just was vividly reminded of that and Jesus. it made me mad all over again. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just over here thinking about the fucking icy patch gag from Muppet Family Christmas because I'm <laughs> that way. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, uh, so, so, so the kids are like, what? Why the fuck is this ledge so high? Jesus! And Wei Wushan's like, alright, well, take more than 0.2 seconds to think about it. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about normies. Let's talk about normies for a minute. We get we get more in one paragraph about how non-magical people work in this universe than we get about how muggles work in relation to wizards in the entire Harry Potter series. It's fucking incredible. <laughs> hey, you said it. I, All listen. right. <laughs> so fucking so Wei Wushan basically explains to them why a threshold would be like this. So you're fucking a fresh corpse. You're very rigor mortis. You're very right? rigor mortis. Can't yeah. really, can't really do the monster mash yet. You're too fresh. <laughs> he does a cute little Jiangshi impression where he like makes himself all stiff and tries to hop. Yeah, and everybody thinks it's cute and funny. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good teacher. He's so he good. Demonstrates this. He can't, you know, you can't bend your joints. You can't do this. So all you can do is hop. Right? Can't hop far enough. He keeps trying to hop. The kids just, they, they're just, ro- they're rolling. It's so funny to these <laughs> they kids. They are R-O-F-L-ing. They are R-O-F-L-ing. So, yeah. he jumps, he can't make it. So, the zombie, if it jumps and it can't make it, it'll just fall down. And it takes so goddamn long to get back up again, that by the time it tries to get back up again, the sun's already up, can't do nothing. It's just yeah. a... Spend all that time turtling. It's totally, totally uh, <clears throat> lifeless by the yeah. time it actually gets anywhere. And he's like, see, this is why the common people are actually a little bit smart sometimes. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy, guys? Isn't it weird how regular people who aren't magic can come up with smart and effective solutions for things? It's almost like 
learning why things work helps. Because immediately after his explanation, Jin Liang laughs, but then he's like, hmm. He stops laughing as soon as he figures out, you know, the reason. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's weird how, like, learning things about how other groups of people do things, like, can, you know, make you respect them a little bit more. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like basically just this group of novels going... Wow, common people can think innovatively too. This Isn't is a that game. Wild? It's a game changer. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> who's so fucking Vulcan. funny? It's yeah. so funny. Jesus, <laughs> it's like watching fucking rich people grocery shop. Oh yeah. Um. Anyway, <laughs> so they're like, okay, well, why did why did little ghost girl bring us to this nasty ass coffin home? And. And, uh, and they're like, well, why are there, aren't there going to be, uh, like, why aren't there zombies? You know, where's she at? And then old girl shows up right there. Old girl shows up. She's here. She is. And she's, she's sitting on top of a coffin. She's man spreading on top of a coffin. And you know, what's so funny (laughs) is like, she still looks just as fucked up as she did before. But now the kids see her and they're like, oh, okay. Because precisely as what Wei Wushan had said, one would become braver and face situations with better composure after being frightened a couple times. You know, it's like, it is with great shame and heavy hearts that we must acknowledge the wily twink hurting us was right about something. It is with a heavy heart. It is with a heavy heart. That that we must announce that the twink is at it again. The twink is at it again. At being right and being a good teacher. We could call this entire novel The Twink is at it again. The Twink is at it again? Tell me who it wouldn't apply to, honestly. There are so many decent choices. Just saying. Oh, God. Iconic. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, the next next paragraph is, like, another one of those things where it describes the character as being beautiful, except, oh, she's dead and she had her eyes cut out. But hey! she cleaned up she'd be super pretty yeah she'd be super cute she's acting kind of you know acting kind of stink but it's fine (laughs) (laughs) i mean she is she's acting a little stink she's acting a little stinky (laughs) fine i mean we see her washing herself in like a fucking septic pond later so she probably (laughs) is I was gonna like say, no, you can you can smell just fine and still act stanky. That's true, yeah. So I mean, your your Acting, stanky yeah. stanky attitude doesn't have anything to do with how smelly. Of course you not, no. Are. But I feel, I feel like literally and physically, she's a little she bit could stank, be a little stanky, little, little stanky. I just I don't know. It said after some grooming, <laughs> she'd become weird. just the charming girl next door. Like Mushan Tong, she was always having to make sure everybody knows that every female character she introduces is beautiful, mm-hmm. or would be if they weren't fucking dead. Uh, <laughs> to be it's fair, not just it's not like, just female. Yeah, to be fair, she does the same thing for dudes uh-huh. usually. Mm-hmm. She just has to make sure we know that like everyone in this book is just absurdly beautiful. Oh yeah, and it's fine to yeah. me. Um, <laughs> and so she's she's just like she's man spreading on top. of a She's man spreading, and then she gets off of it, and she starts gesturing for them to like, hey, open this shit. Yeah, she plays, she has them play charades. She has um, them play charades. They finally <clears throat> figure it out, and and. Jin Leung's like, okay, so like, who, she wants us to open the coffin, guys. I figured it out. <laughs> uh, good for you, bud. Uh, and Sushua's like, oh shit, maybe her body's in there. Like, which is be she, logical? Is she? Yeah, because he's you know doing the Spock thing. Yeah. Because you know the the he's most got- common reason ghosts stay oh, yeah. on Earth is because their bodies didn't mm-hmm. get buried or whatever. 
His brain is decently sized. His brain is decently sized. He's, he's applying some critical thinking. Yeah. And, uh, and Wei Sean's like, all right, it's cool. I mean, stay back. What if it's got that nasty Naraku miasma on it? So let's, <laughs> let's just be careful here. Yeah, he says, let me step in and potentially die. Don't worry about it. I got this. So he opens the coffin and there's, it's not, it's not a little girl in there. Wouldn't you know it? It's a feller. It's it's like the same fucking dude that they just saw like two hours ago, except it's the genuine dude this time. He's got like the four inches. Thing. Yeah. He's got like four inches on old Scruffy, <laughs> a whole pinky, <laughs> oh, and two eyes. <laughs> well. And minus, he's got, okay, so he's minus two eyes, plus one pinky, plus a conscience, plus four inches. <laughs> This um, this is a one-page RPG where your stats are pinkies, eyes, inches. And conscience. Conscience. Wow. <laughs> I, I'd play it. I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so... Uh, uh, fr- uh, chief cultivator of the show, Colin at Pagetish, please write this. Um, absolutely. So so the girl, little... little Aching. Little baby Aching. Yeah, we're, we're, she, we don't know in the in the novel. We don't know her name is Aching yet, but yeah. for the sake of ease of reference, yeah. And she, you know, she reaches in once she sees, quote unquote, sees. Excuse me. Once she realizes that uh, the coffin's been opened, she touches she touches Xiaoxing Chen's face and she starts to. Cry little tears of blood. Yeah, and she gets frustrated. She starts throwing a little bit of a fit because she can't quite express her grief. Yeah, like you can already tell the level of fucking injustice she's suffering oh, yeah. here. And this is like our second major interaction with her. Oh, yeah. It just makes me so sad. It fucking sucks. So everybody everybody realizes, oh shit, it's actually Xiaoxing Chen. Lan Xishui is like, should I play some inquiry? Is it time to play some inquiry? Is it time to play And Wei Wuxian's like, no, you know, I think it'd just piss her off. <laughs> uh and, you know, I mean, I, her reply is probably going to be pretty, you know, high level. Yeah, so let's just. And instead of doing <coughs> what I would expect a normal teenage boy to do, I will say normal, but I wish it wasn't normal. And being like defensive and reactionary at being, at having it be implied that he's not as good as a he should be or whatever he's just like hmm you know what i'm just gonna keep working harder like he's so good it's it's fucking it's just nice to see a teen boy react like this not reactionary or indignant or whatever like i must get stronger yeah the world's purest shonen protagonist he's a good boy he's like i don't think i don't think he would have ever gone through a 4chan phase but if he did, he would be the type that would grow up and realize what a shit deal it was, and he would grow out of it and learn from it. Yeah. Yeah. Or, alternatively, he was a Tumblr SJ <laughs> Which, like, to be fair, all of the social injustice issues that were fought about on Tumblr were perfectly legitimate, but people just went... A little far with it. People went a little bit hog with it. People went a little bit hog with just, it to the point where they embarrassed themselves. Just a, a little, little. I'm not going to say they went hog wild. Maybe just a little baby piglet wild. Well, baby piglet yeah. wild. Maybe not. Maybe not Sal Joan, 
Maybe just kind of Daisy May. Yeah, a little, little Daisy May with it. And, you know, you, know, you, you move on, <laughs> you move from, on that, you from that indignant, reactionary part of your life, and you realize, well, the things you were fighting for were definitely legitimate. You're pretty embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I might be projecting a little bit here, but <laughs> it might be it might be a little more relatable than a 4chan phase at this yeah. point. Maybe a Reddit phase. Oh, maybe a Reddit phase. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I think I was probably one of the one of the last couple years of the generation of the 4chan users who would be reformed by now. God. I don't, I mean, that would be my hope, but uh, you know, apparently there are still people using 4chan in people, 2020. Yep. yep there oh, sure God. are. Imagine that. Uh, oh, God. But fucking, so Genie's like, all right, then like, what's the big idea? Genios. Genios. Wait, Sean's like, I got a big idea. I got a big old genius idea. Let's listen to each other and learn <laughs> and talk he, and vibe. Let me let me get in my back waist chair. Aching, let's rap about it. I'm gonna have a little <laughs> rap with you. Let, let me rap at you. Let me rap at you. Let so, me rap at you a minute. It's fucking empathy time. Um, it's fucking empathy time. We get a paragraph about like just kind of explaining that it's the word spell. It's basically the word spell. You get a ghost to basically uh, slip on into you, wear mm-hmm. you like a glove. Yep. Feels like I'm wearing nothing at all. And you get to experience all of the things that they want you to experience. Mm-hmm. All of their strongest emotions. All that shit. Mm-hmm. Anything that they want you to see that they think will convey the message they want to convey to you, they let you see it. Yep. You get to live life in their shoes for mm-hmm. a little bit. Now, the downside to this is that you are basically dead to the world during this. Uh-huh. Um, you just kind of slump on the ground, and whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Um, if if the ghost decides that your body is theirs now, then that's just how it's going to be. Yep. Um, and it's up to them to make that call. Um, lots of stuff, you know... That could go wrong with it. Jin Leong, you know, is is upset. He's like, that's too dangerous. You shouldn't do it. Oh, yeah. And and then then Wei Ying is like, I mean, look, you got to empathize. You got to empathize. Bada bing, bada boom. Let's go. So, yeah, there's a fucking there's a line that's that's like one could say that this was the most straightforward, most convenient and most effective method. Of course, it was even more so the most dangerous method. Ain't and that like that and this entire paragraph is truly how it be, especially I feel like it demi- defines demonic cultivation pretty well yeah. in general. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Jin Leong's like, no, oh, that's too dangerous. Come on, you can't you can't do that shit. That's scary. You need you need a supervisor. He's like, that's dangerous. You could die. And Wei Wushan's staring at his watch like He's like, uh-huh, chip, chip, um, chip, we gotta go, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, does somebody want to spot me in case I don't die? Jin Leong, you have the cool Zhang bell, come do this. He's, like, completely unconcerned about dying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if I yeah, die, I like, die. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. That's a bada bing, bada boom again, but bada and, like, bing, bada boom. Jin Leong's, like, Jin Leong's indignant about it at first because he's like, um, I'm a young master. I mean, uh, uh, you want me to, like, supervise you? Well, I'm, I don't, I think it's a little below my pay grade. <laughs> And Sish was like, hey, man, if you don't want to do it, I'll do it. And uh, Wei Wushan's yeah. like, Jin Liang, you brought your little, you brought your little Zhang bell, right? The Zhang bell that I definitely have a major 
totally normal reason to know about as oh, yeah. Mo Shuan Yu, a total rando. You know what? That's the thing, though. I was going to write a big, huge thing about that, and I started writing a big, huge think piece about, like, wow, Jin Leong doesn't question that. But then I remembered Mo Shuan Yu is his uncle. <laughs> and he, you know, we get right here uh, that Jin Leong lived at the uh, Lundling Jinsek's uh the, at good old Koi Tower, mm-hmm. half his life, um, he would have met him. You know, I feel like it. You know, oh yeah, I mean, everybody knows that he yeah. was raised by both of them. So I, I, you know, I feel like it would make sense for Moshe Yu to know that he would have the bill. Okay, of course. Now that you bring it up, and now that I'm I thinking don't think about it again, Sean would know that Moshe Yu would know that exactly. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't know that, but he. Um, but it would explain to me why Jin Leong wouldn't question it. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. definitely true. Because I was more, yeah, I was more thinking about, like, you know, him not questioning it and him just being like, oh, yeah, he he knows about it. You know, it'd be like that. Yeah. Um, uh, Wei Wuxian does stare reproachfully at the bell for a while. And uh, Jin Leong notices it. And he asks about it. And Wei Wuxian's like, oh, no, it's cool. <laughs> and, and he realizes that reverse psychology is what you have to do with Jin Leong. So he's like, Si Shui, take this, take this bell and do this thing. And Jin Leong's like, no, I'll do it. No, nobody touch my bell. I'll tell my juju. I'll tell my juju. It's I'll my, my bell. <laughs> and Jin's like, what the fuck? Like, why are you such a bitch, though? <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did right here, right, bro, don't. Because he, he very much does a thing. Yeah, he, he, says yeah, some he, calls, him, he calls him a young mistress, which is not... It's not the best. I, I don't, I really don't enjoy the fact that the fandom has kind of uncritically glommed onto that. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, but, like in reading the novel, I don't like it, but I can understand it. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I, I can see a, you know, goofball ass, you know, very teenage boy, teenage boy. <laughs> doing this you know i can accept that but for the fandom to just say yeah let's do it um completely uncritically yeah it's just i'm just like (laughs) whatever um i'm like man you want to do that just make jenny on trans fuck it i'm just make him first off make him trans second make him mad about it for that specific reason ah there you go it's also why he's mad at his uh courtesy name being the way it is, being flowery. You don't give boys flowery names. Don't give boys generally. Names. There it is. You feel anyway, me? Anyway. Um, I uh, like it. You know, I'm just saying. Anyway. Um, um and fucking Jin Leong's, no, no, I'll do it. No, I'll do and it. So, and then so, so, so Wei Ying, yeah. That happens and Wei Ying's like, all right, get in here. Yep. Just completely, completely <laughs> casually. Get on in here, bud. Yep. <laughs> let's she, get it, let's get it moving. <laughs> She runs, literally, uh, runs up to him and just crashes into him, and he just is she dies out like a light. Yep. Splash. And Wei Ying says, I'm about to head out, and he's just out cold. Just absolutely slinks onto the floor. Yep. Passes out, and now he's when in the, Aqiang land. Yep. Aqiang when, land. when the dust clears, I am lying completely Aqiang on the pavement. And... <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> So, and he has this moment, like, as he's becoming her, where he's like, oh, shit, I'm not going to be able to see. Fuck. Okay, well, at least she's got other senses. And then, then he is her. 
Um, and conveniently, uh... This is pretty blind. Yeah. Conveniently, there is sight. And he's like, hmm, um, I wonder what that's about. Uh, and, uh, we get, like, this one little bit, like, right at the beginning. So he opens his eyes. He slash her. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's kind of both of them at once. Mm-hmm. Which is the only time I'm ever going to use the pronoun, uh... He or her. Yeah. <laughs> he or she. Because in this case, it's both of them. Yeah. Um, uh, and, um... Uh, so, like, we get this little bit about, like, you know, basically what empathy feels like. Yeah. Um, they share the same senses, uh, you know, he is existing as her, basically. Yeah. Um, he isn't in control of her actions, he's just, like, it's like when you have a dream, but you're somebody else in the dream. Yeah. You know? Um... So God, I just love empathy. It's so like cool. as a concept. It's I love so how cool. it I love how it like keys into emotions. Oh yeah. And it seems to prioritize sensitivity to other folks' experiences. Oh yeah. And you I know, love it's so good. It's so good. And I love that this isn't the only time we use it. And I love that mm-hmm. uh I didn't even remember that there's a third time that it gets used. Way at the very end. Um, but we're gonna get there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um Absolutely. It's it's definitely I think that this was a really good time to introduce it. Oh yeah. Cuz it's early enough in the book that like we might have maybe forgotten about it by the time it shows up again and mm-hmm. by the time it shows up again it like plays a really huge great part in us having that prior context of how it works mm-hmm. and being able to see this. I like the way that it was set up yep. and I like the way that this chapter is paced. It's very cool. And so we open, Lil Aching is, uh, she's grooming herself. She gotta um, get her bath on. She's gotta get her bath on. I like to imagine Aching here fixing her hair, being like, all right, we're gonna go for blind, but not totally deprived of taste. <laughs> like, blind, but not, like, are you blind? Yeah. You know? Because <laughs> she's like, she's futzing with her hair. She can't really decide how she wants to do it. I'm just thinking, she's like, okay, I want to look unkempt, but not too unkempt. She's got to, she's got to look spot fucking on. She's really got to, she's got to make sure that she's going to get the most out of this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As um, look as pitiful as possible or yeah. whatever. <laughs> um, and like, and Wayward Sean sees that like, in her reflection in the water, like her eyes are totally white. Like yeah. she looks blind. And Wayward Sean's like... Huh. Guess she just be that way. Yeah. I guess it just be like that. Some people just have non-obtrusive cataracts. Keep yep. scrolling. And so she gets up and she starts just like strolling through the forest, like swinging her cane, mm-hmm. kind of smacking against the trees and stuff. Totally just like jaunty. Yeah. Normal. Skipping. But then, you know, the second she gets in the vicinity of people, she starts to put on the whole. Oh, yeah. The little little blind girl act. <laughs> So she she starts she starts you know she's tapping she's like oh gosh oh no oh it's so hard to I'm be me I'm so alone and <laughs> my life is so hard and if she comes across these ladies and these ladies move out of her way she's like oh thank you yeah and the ladies give her a steamed bun yep they give her a nice little bun and uh, she's being all demure about it oh, like oh no I couldn't possibly yeah. <laughs> Um, and she thanks herself in the third person because thankful, uh, thankfully she does that so we can learn her name. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, so her name is Aching and this is where we find that out. Um, and Weying is like, wow, she's, she's got so much energy and she's so smart being a con artist. Um, 
and, uh, uh, you know, uh, he kind of starts, like, theorizing, like, hmm, I wonder what happened to her that made her go from, uh, being fake blind to being actual blind. Did she see something she shouldn't have? Probably not. So then they go into the city. It probably means nothing. (laughs) Yeah, it's probably nothing. And so she goes into the city. And and she, she puts on, she puts on the performance. She's really... A big brain icon. Oh yeah, honestly. she finds she finds the guy with the most like genuine hype beast outfit to bump into. Um, yeah, he's in his Gucci, <laughs> he head to toe. He's got like one of those like Louis Vuitton useless ass duffel bags wrapped around his shoulder. He's got like his laptop and a couple quarters in there, <laughs> and like uh, a pair of. Uh, Oakley sunglasses just out of the case, banging around, getting scratched up because he knows he can replace them. Um, <laughs> he's but but namely bape robes. Namely, he has a couple of quarters in there, mm-hmm. and that's all. So he also has a great um, a Supreme fanny pack on, uh-huh. also with a couple of quarters in it. Oh yeah, <laughs> just for just for the snack machine. He's um, got he's got some very uh he's got some socks that go up to his knees and he they carry, also have yeah. socks in, they also have quarters in them. He doesn't carry cash in case, you know, the homeless happen upon him and he doesn't want to deal with the unwashed masses. Yeah. Um, yeah Luckily, that's exactly what happens to mm-hmm, him. Yeah. Um so she she steps on his Yeezys. Yeah, she steps on his Yeezys and he uh he gets rude with her. He can't, but he sees that she's she's a pretty blind girl, so he can't slap her, so he just yells at her. And then, this is the part where we both groaned. Yeah, so he, so Aching just, you know, keeps apologizing to him, and then he turns to leave. But, and, you know, before he leaves, he's like, oh no, I'll get a nice handful of this 14-year-old girl's <laughs> ass in before I bust out. And like literally audibly gagged at this part, and Roy, oh, yeah. was, Roy was sitting next to me in bed while I was reading it, and she was like... Oh yep, I know exactly which part. Oh you're yeah, at. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I remember I read it and I literally like Dan Bell voice, like yeah. <laughs> and fucking instantaneously. Way we Sean felt as if a blanket of goosebumps climbed over his heart. He wanted no less than to slam the man into the ground. <laughs> Way we Sean drank so much respecting women juice <laughs> that it rewired his brain towards instinctual direct action. Oh yeah, like same. <laughs> um, and then then we find out that Aching is. Uh, not only on that hustle, but that she's mad at men, she's an extreme baby lesbian, and she rules. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's like, God, these dudes ain't shit. He's <laughs> dressed like a hype beast. You get nothing in your account. She's so mad at fake rich men. <laughs> oh, like, she's I'm so not mad. here for the fake She's rich. so mad at fake flexors. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, and then Weying is like, "Damn, this girl like she's she's really out here." And he's like, "Man, if you had stolen my money, you wouldn't be like this." Back when I was back when I was wealthy, bitch. When when were you rich? When you had fucking Zhang Fengmian's divorce money? Yes, sure. literally. That's it. He thinks fondly back to the back the to period, when he was fifteen. The period of two years in his life when he was rich. Yeah, <laughs> Christ. It's like, man, if I could only get there again. If only I could go back to my peak when I was 15 years old. <laughs> it sucks that that was his peak. But fucking, uh, 
fucking oh, so God. fucking so she 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 bitches about this nasty ass guy for a little bit and then she gets up she's like all right whatever yeah uh, so she because she finds somebody else so she goes up she says the same thing it's a white robed cultivator she yeah. comes and she's like oh i'm sorry i can't see you. sorry she says the same shit away with sean's like man find another line <laughs> like the first rule of scamming is to personalize your approach yeah even the honest popper name of way Wu sean knows this it's just customer service it's just customer service okay and so so she uh the person gets kind of jostled and he turns around and he's like oh hey damn same disability hey, same disability same disability and he's you know they're they're looking at him and, uh, yeah. and he's he got, says, hey, hi, I couldn't possibly be important. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> he's got a bandage, bandages on his face, and he's got, they're fresh. Yeah, they're fresh. They're nice and bloody. Fresh old eye pits. Yep. Under there. So we know who this is. We know who this is. Something, Me and you. Something terrible just happened to this man. Oh, yeah. And we're going to figure out what it is in the next chapter. Yeah, in chapter 39, Grasses Part 7, uh, which we will get to... Whenever the next soon soon, uh, so because they like putting me on closing shifts. But you want to get into our Google Translate Essence collection? Let's get into our Google Translate Essence collection. So we have arrived in the real shit of the East City arc. This is the next uh, two or three chapters or so are the ones that the fandom loves to blast some rope over, and you know the type uh -huh. of shit we're gonna get in these next few weeks of Google Translate. Blast some rope. <laughs> Just saying. So all of these selections... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Continue. Sorry. <laughs> all of these are from Chinese. Right. Uh, just have to do with our, our, our new our new Yeezity friends. Mm -hmm, our, our pals. Our new flashback empathy pals. Yeah. Um, all of these are from Chinese. This first one, I have three of them. Okay. Three of them. Um, I don't have a whole lot of context for any of these for a variety of reasons. The first <laughs> one, I don't have any because it's very, very old. I've been waiting to use this one for a very long time. Okay. So let's go with this one. <laughs> Shuiyang's practice of the ghost road has a yin and hustle. <laughs> he's on that hustle. Yeah, he's on that hustle. He's, he's on, on that yin grind. and hustle. He's, he's on, on the yin and hustle. The yin and the hustle and the grind. I don't know what to tell you. He's on that grind. Out here grinding. He's out here grinding. Out here yinning. Yinning. Um, <laughs> this next one. Uh, I'm yinning and standing. Oh, I'm yinning? Oh, you're yinning? Yeah. <laughs> Were you yawning through that? I was a little bit. <laughs> uh, this next one, I couldn't figure out what the fuck was actually going on in this fic, and then the same deal with the next one. Okay, great. I don't fucking know. I That's think the best. The only thing I could get out of this one is that I think I think Shuiyong is a fierce corpse in this fic. Cool. I think, but. My iPad just fell over. Um, it's fine. Don't quote my me on that. Off. My dick fell off. Right, my dick fell off. <laughs> the eyes are full of nothing. No, no emotion at all. This is the murderous corpse. No emotion is all corpses. 
Hyosung Chen had five different flavors in her heart. Once she had left the unwilling young man, she had only one body. Just the one. Just the one body. I mean, sometimes you only get one. What are the but five that's only sometimes. different flavors in her heart? I mean, we've already been over the seven emotions and six desires. Um, what are the five flavors? I think the five flavors are... Salty. I mean, yeah, there are five flavors. There's yes, salty, salty, sweet, sweet, bitter, bitter, savory. That, yeah, salty, salty, bitter, sweet, savory, savory, like umami. savory. Yeah, savory slash umami and um, corpse. spicy corpse. Oh, spicy, yeah, spicy corpse, spicy, spicy corpse, spicy corpse. Yeah, spicy corpse. It's, it's called a ghost a, pepper for a, a reason. Th- yeah, there it is. It's a corpse in lingerie. Um, there it is. That is probably what was happening. Yeah, I like it. Uh, oh, God. I hate it. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're allowed to like it if you want to. I just don't understand why. I'm having to uh, read some despicable things to get fodder for this bit. Oh, man. Pray for me. Anyway, this last one, I don't have a goddamn clue what is happening in this one, but... The driver was an old farmer from the country... And Hyosung just pretended to be a big boy. After all, the king of a country should not let too many people know that many people are mixed. He just pretended to be a big boy. He just pretended to be a big boy. I pretend to be a big boy every day of my life. (laughs) I'm a big boy! In reality, I'm a fucking child in a large (laughs) lump of human body. (laughs) Hyosung... I don't know why every fig... Every Every fig... fig. (laughs) Figging is like no, I know what figging is. It's don't, gross. Don't look up figging. It's bad. It, it makes hurts my fucking my skin body crawl. To think of anyway, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is up with Hyosung Chen, but that's what every everything wants to call him. Sure, Hyosung. That's fine. I guess he's like an idol now. <laughs> I mean, isn't that an idol's name? I don't know. There's too many idols. There's how do y'all keep track of these guys? There's like ninety in every group. Listen, and this isn't even like a them being Korean thing. God far fucking from it. Even when like the goddamn Backstreet Boys were around, (laughs) you're fucking right. I could not keep track of those dudes to save my fucking life because I just don't care enough about men to keep (laughs) their faces in line. I could do it with fucking, um... For me, it's just the sheer number. Yeah! There's so many fucking people. I can't do it with the Korean voice. I tell you what, I can do it with the the K-pop... The K-pop? K-pop. Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> the K-pop girl groups? I can differentiate them a lot easier because I just like looking at girls Because more. gay? <laughs> Due to reasons of gay. But it's like, if you showed me a lineup of BTS and you put a gun to my head and asked me to name any individual one of them. I I would just let you shoot me. (laughs) Like, if it's that important to you. Folks, I don't know shit about shit. 
I don't know shit about crap. I can barely <laughs> even remember my own goddamn name most days. I don't know shit about crap. I can't deal with your idols, man. I'm sorry. I truly do not there know shit too, about crap. There are too entirely many of them. Too damn many. There are too damn many. Too damn many. And they're all getting needlessly and horrifically exploited by their production companies. Keep that in mind, please. Anyway... <laughs> Um, that was the end of our delightful essence collection. Should we move on to some questions? I think we should move on to some questions. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention that we're uh, there's going to be a Japanese dub of the Donghua. Yeah, we forgot to mention the news entirely in this in this bout because there's more important can, news. But I mean, there is more important news as far as as far as MXTX news went. I mean, that's the most important one. The second most important one is yet another dumbass oh, trying God, to retranslate. This. An MXTX work and call it more accessible for the Western population. When in reality, all they did was basically just write a detoothed fan fiction. Yeah, just just, just when you people feel, just don't. Listen, when you feel the urge to take a work that has already been translated. And try to retranslate it because you see that that work is popular and you might get attention for it. I'm going to ask you to, first of all, not do that. And second of all, if you ever do feel the need to do that and you feel in your heart that you're doing something right for the community, I want you to log off and exit that community, please. Because nobody needs that shit. We don't need the entitlement. We don't need somebody thinking that they're God's gift to translations just because you disagree with a couple of the things that the original translator did. Mind you, these translators did this on their own free time. This person, Yami Suika, who is the chief translator, uh, I think they're, they're, I'm not into heaven officials blessing. I'm sorry. I'm probably not going to get into it, but, uh, the, the person who translated it, Yami Suika, uh, put so much time and effort it's like 400 fucking chapters and they translated it all themselves. And this person is like, um, well, obviously most of that was machine translated and mine is just like so much better when they have like this totally shitty purple prose. They insert whatever kind of vague tangential translation that they feel like into it. It's just yeah, a whole making ass up mess. bits, making whole up cloth. Oh like, my God. Just folks. If you're thinking about doing this, if you hear somebody doing, you know, thinking about doing this, if you're already doing this, just don't. Just fucking don't. Like, just fucking, just don't. It's not that hard to just not do it. Like, it's just fucking don't. You're not, just don't. Just don't. We, the Western audience... We can do, make fucking do. We do not need our hands held. Yeah. We got through... We got what, through what? fucking... We got through every single one of Mo Shang Tong Shu's novels. Perfectly the, fine with the translations that existed. Yeah, the translators are doing us a favor when they provide footnotes and explanations and things like that. You don't need to go a step further and westernize it. It's fucking fine. Like, it's such an insult to the original text, yeah. too. I know you think you're doing the world all kinds of favors. You're just blowing smoke up your own ass. Yeah. Please, just, 
please find something better to do. And they say, oh, God, this person was like, um, well, I'm just taking this as a project to improve my Chinese. No, you're taking it because you know Heaven Official's Blessing is one of the most popular Don May titles out right now. You know that it's and about to get a Dong Hua that's about to come out. And you wanted attention. And for what? For your mediocre ass writing, please leave it alone. Find another series to practice your Chinese on if you're really that dead set on it. Anyway, I'm sorry. The, a lot of a lot of my my rants today have been fairly negative, and I'm sorry for. There's a lot to be mad in. about, but there is a lot to be. The mad shit about sucks. In the world ATM. Right now. Sorry Woo! about it. I know this is. I I hope that this is as decent. An escape for you as we're trying to make it. But yeah, there's some frustrating shit. It's going because on. we talked shit about Jeffree Star earlier. This is his revenge. Oh my it's god. Just the just... spirit. He's you're you accidentally cast empathy on him and now he's inhabiting. The vibes. You. Oh god. Oh wow. <laughs> oh god, I feel my veins clogging with more Taco Bell than I normally <laughs> eat. What if Jeffree Star hijacked your body while you cast empathy on him? And I just had to just, it was like a fucking being John Malkovich thing <laughs> in my body from now on. Like, I am Jeffree Star now. He's Fuck. Just tiny Jeffree Star piloting a U mecha. Yeah. <laughs> Don't come for me. Because I have receipts on everyone. God. Uh, sorry, um, wow. sorry for making this like twenty five percent of Jeffrey Jeffrey Star yeah. podcast. Sorry to our, sorry to our like non. Sorry to our listeners. Poison. Yeah, sorry to every listener we've ever had. Uh, we can cut most of this out. <laughs> I think it's fun to dunk on Jeffrey Stars on the leave a bit. Uh, yeah, he's pathetic as fuck. I think we're, we might be the only people on the Noise Space Network to do it. Uh, but anyway, um, somebody's got to. Somebody's gotta and shit. It's not like man. He I'm does not gonna, turn I'm not gonna himself on Twitter, but God. I really don't think he's gonna do a deep dive into thirty plus episodes <laughs> of a podcast about a gay Chinese novel if, just to hear somebody talking shit about him. But he, I don't know. I wouldn't put it past him. I was literally about to say I probably wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't put it past him. Anyway. <laughs> Questions. Yeah, let's look at the fucking questions. Uh, Jesus if, Christ. Good lord. If you, <laughs> if you have questions, you can send them to cloudrecessespod.tumblr.com slash ask, or you can ask them via Twitter at cloudrecesspod. Just one recess. Just the one you get one. Um, we did take questions for both this chapter and the next one. Um, so let's take a look at what we got. Alright, so we don't have any questions on Twitter this week, but we do have some we have plenty, plenty tumbly questions. Plenty of tumbled. So let's start with a fantastic query from Anonymous. And they asked, why is each character no longer welcome at Chili's? Were they banned separately or together? Oh, God. All right. <laughs> Wei Wushan, Ye Huai Song, Zhang Cheng banned together. Oh, yeah. It's um, all Wei Wushan's fault. And it was because they got into a bottomless margarita drinking contest. Oh, my God. And ended up causing a significant amount of property damage. Zhang was rude to the service because tell me he wouldn't be. Yeah, but it was mostly the property damage. Yeah. I think they probably took out a window. Yeah. I think what probably happened was <coughs> they got drunk enough where Wei Wushan decided he was going to use Zhang body as a baseball bat. 
And he wasn't having it. And he wasn't having it. But the window got broken anyway. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, uh, Lan Wangji no longer welcome at Chili's because he accidentally had half a drink there and also caused a significant amount of property damage. Also, him and Wei Wuxiang got caught fucking in the bathroom one time. Yeah, that happened. That definitely happened. That definitely happened. Who else? Jiggy is the one doing the banning. Yeah. Jiggy is the Chili's manager. Yeah. Welcome to Chili's. Um... Hi, welcome to Chili's. <laughs> Rolling up to Chili's in his hamster ball. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Young got banned because he's Shuayong. Um, He got banned for regular Shuayong things. This, do you want to go to this next question? Because this is one of my favorite questions we've ever gotten. Yes, and it's I was pre-reading this. This is great. Literally shit that we have talked about, like, daily. Yes. <laughs> so, Tumblr user... Jack and Wangs, thank you so much, love that, said, I gotta know who stands who, like who is a Cillinator, and who is Rihanna Navy, who is the little monster, who lives and breeds Britney, match everyone to their pop star of choice, pretty sure Wangji is Kate Bush stan, yes, you are absolutely fucking confirmed, please discuss, IDK, if this was asked yet, I'm still making my way through the pod, please forgive, we will perpetually forgive you because... This is such a good question. Have we or have we not talked about on the show Wangji being a Kate Bush thing? Because I, I know I we've talked have. about it just in our daily I lives. I fucking must have because I, I think about it every single time I listen to Kate Bush. I'm like, I'm sorry. I think Wangji would go nuts for some shit like the art pop of it, you know? Oh, yeah. Just, oh, God. I, oh, yeah. Wangji is a Kate Bush stan. That's we the evergreen this. opinion. It is fucking it is known. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Alexa. I had her shoved. No, I had her shoved between my thighs and she just woke <laughs> the fuck up for some reason. <laughs> she okay, was feeling Google, that shot the fuck up. Christ. All right. Um, uh, I have been I have been saying since March 2019, I believe, that Huaisong is a Carly Rae stan. And I will Huy stand Song, by that. Huaisong stands Carly Rae and Kim Petras. Okay. I'll take That's I'll take it. your word on that because I know nothing about Kim Petras. Oh man, <clears throat> she's good. She's actually uh, she's she's twins and oh. she's a she's a pop singer oh, and she, her her music is very good and her aesthetic is oh very good. <laughs> she is so fucking cute. Who, um, who's disappointed in Grimes? Disappointed in Grimes. <laughs> um, God, I was thinking about it and I think. That Zhang Chung would listen to Grimes. I like that. Actually, I, that. I think I think that Zhang Chung only listens to Grimes because Wei Wuxian got him into Grimes. I think I think Grimes is a really good Wei Wuxian move. I know we we like we like industrial metal and death metal for Wei Wuxian most of the time, mm-hmm. but Grimes does have a way of kind of crossing over into those genres. I can, I can see it in a real weird she, way. Yeah, I can see it. And she also collaborates with this awesome Taiwanese rapper all the time who raps in Mandarin. <laughs> and every time, every time uh, one of their collab songs comes on, I'm like, I imagine Wei Wuxian or Zhang <laughs> Chung rapping along to it, and it makes me happy. Um, so that's. Just me being stupid. Uh, I think that Wei Wuxian would be a Grimes stan. Uh, 
you got it, Ray. Mm. I need you to. You're you're more knowledgeable about. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. The pop ladies, but you gotta tell me about three zoom. Okay. <laughs> um, I think that Nye Ming Jue rejects idolatry. <laughs> okay, that's so true. he's out. He does appreciate Lady Gaga's aesthetics, though. You know, he who, thinks it's cool. You know who I think. Um, he 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 rejects idolatry, but unintentionally, I feel like he treats Laura Jane Grace that way. Ooh, mama! <laughs> Why wouldn't you treat Laura Jane Grace that way? I'm just saying. Please, I'm sorry. Laura Jane Grace is my mom. lead singer of Against Me. Get into it. One of the best bands ever. Not even saying that because of any reason other than they fucking rule. I'm sorry. <laughs> Also, she's extremely fucking good. She's extremely fucking good. She rules. She's very cool. I want her to be my mom. Um, so yeah, okay. Naming Joy, Naming Joy. I can see. I can see him uh, being real behind Laura Jane Grace. Yeah, he's That's rolling. fine. Jiggy, Jiggy. I think Jiggy is an Ariana stan. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Jiggy is an Ariana stan. I think Lan Shichen fucks with. Damn. Damn, that's a hard question. I think Lan Shichen likes Dua Lipa. <laughs> no, Lan Shichen likes Doja Cat. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Doja Cat's great. <laughs> oh boy. Uh. It just I just thought of it because of the marijuana funny um, <laughs> funny Lan Shichen smoke marijuana. Funny Shichen smoke a weed. Funny Shichen smoke a weed. No, I think Shichen probably stands Kate Bush as well. Yeah. Um that, I mean that's part and parcel. And I mean in the art pop vein, I could see him appreciating Lady Gaga as well. Yeah. I could see that. I could, yeah. I can't see I can't really see the fanaticism level of yeah. standing for the Lawn Brothers, but I can I can see them being they deeply passionate, appreciated. deeply appreciative yeah. of particular. Like they're talking about them as like actual legitimate musicians. Oh yeah, is what they're doing. Oh absolutely. Yeah, they're not logging onto Twitter and getting into people's replies. You know, I'll over. tell you who is though. Oh boy, launching ye. Yeah. Um, and I can tell you he is doing it for... I think he's a K-pop boy. I think he likes the girl yeah, groups. I was actually going to say, I was actually going to say, I was going to thank Jack and Wings at the outset for not asking me to expound upon which K-pop groups the characters stand, because I, woo, <laughs> as stated before, completely out of my, uh, wheelhouse oh yeah so yeah. to speak but i think jing yi definitely gives me luna stan vibes <laughs> yeah um hi baby cat yeah you know what i i can see him standing luna yeah. sure sure yeah, i can see him standing, standing luna. luna um lan sishui stands yo-yo ma who <laughs> is not a pop star or no. female <laughs> It's just <laughs> <a little more>. Sure. <laughs> I mean, you're 
fucking right. Biggest fan. Biggest fan. Just really loves classical music. <laughs> it stands uh fucking Bernadette Peters. <laughs> Cause Lon Wongji only lets him listen to old Broadway. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. <sighs> Jin Leong. I think he might be the the cylinator. Yeah. 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 He's definitely he's definitely got a copy of Stars Dance. Oh my god. <laughs> he's he's absolutely that's what I think. Yeah, right. I like it. Okay. I think I think Weying deeply relates to Britney Spears. You know what? I think Weying loves and respects Britney Spears. Yeah. Just as everyone should love and respect Britney it's Spears. It's true. Oh my god. Britney Spears, y'all, I don't know if y'all know. Whether you're still, like, halfway brainwashed by what the media did to her a few years ago. But Britney Spears is, like, one of the best people on this planet. And I'm not even fucking around with that. She rules. And she needs your support. Thank you. Britney said redistribute the wealth. Britney said redistribute the wealth. And we can and stand. Like, um, I don't know what else to say about it. Everyone should stand, Britney. We are all. So that question ruled. Thank you so much. Thank you for the... Ass whipping ass question. Absolutely Jackson rules. Um, so our next question is not a question. <laughs> it's from anonymous. They say, "Okay, this isn't a question." But I was talking with my friend that got me into MDZS about how much of a mess it is, and she described it as a Katamari Damacy of gossip, drama, and daddy issues, which made me laugh more than I should have. So I had to share. Have a nice day. Thanks. It's correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it is. <laughs> Who, listen, in this context, who is the king of all cosmos, though? Who's Ooh. forcing Who's forcing her to make this kind of Marty? Fuck. It's, it's always been... No, if no. it's the one getting everything going, getting the ball rolling, oh, it's Jiggis. Oh, shit. Yeah, king of all King of all Jiggis. King of all Jiggis. That's right. <laughs> I King of all ginsects. God. Wow, that's fucking great. Katamari's uh, one of my la, favorite games. Daddy problems. <laughs> Good fucking. Katamari dead problems. <laughs> Katamari class warfare. <laughs> <laughs> Political intrigue. love triangles. Stop. Oh God, we have. La swords used on dildo. Stop. Swords oh my god! No, that's all I got. Um, next question. So we have, we we do we do have more questions than this, but we're just gonna read this last little bit, um, yeah. and then we're gonna save the others for next time. So if you didn't get your question read this time, just stay tuned for the next episode, please. Yeah. Uh. So so our our next our next question is also not a question, but it is a. Little shout out by Tumblr user Oatplant, who says your podcast is incredibly good. Thank you! We thank you! You're very kind. We appreciate your kind words. We love it! Thank you! 
we're glad you, you enjoy it. Yeah. Even even if we are a little consistent with it sometimes, but we're trying. We're trying. <laughs> we're trying. And if you can appreciate our brand of internet brain poison, we love it. That's right. We really love to see people love to see it. We love to do it. Um, do you want to get into some? Those are our questions. So yeah. I think it's time to keep some house. It's time to keep some house. Um, so like we said at the top of the episode, we're going to be making some changes to the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do have one of them. Yes. Um, and hopefully, um, if I've gotten off of my ass and written the copy, the changes will be up by the time this episode gets posted. But um, patreon.com slash pod recesses. For $1 a month, you can be a disciple of the show and get access to all of our Patreon-exclusive bonus content, including She's and Get iPad, which is where we read Scumville and Self-Saving System. Oh, Scumville and Self-Saving System. <laughs> uh, plus, you get a special role in our Discord. Um, a very special role. Very special role. Um, for $5 a month, you can be a sec leader of the show and get all that, plus a more special role in our Discord channel. You also get a thank you shout out on every episode of the show. Mm-hmm. And new perk. New perk. You'll get. You can request a teeny little doodle from either one of us. Yeah. Yeah. You can specify who you want, or you can just say, hey, either one. Absolutely. Yeah, and you'll get that at the, you know, sometime near the beginning of the month. And we're both artists, so one or both of us will fulfill it for you. Hell yes. Uh, and for $10 a month, our big, biggest boy tier, mm-hmm. you can be a chief cultivator of the pod recesses world and get all of that and an even more special role in our discord. Um, and you can also tune in and listen to us live as we record every episode. Yeah. And that- you'll get, you'll get one of those thank you cards. Absolutely. Yep. At the end of the month as yep. well. And you will also uh, uh, be able to listen in when we record uh, She's and Get iPad as well. Yeah, so many, so many fun perks. So if so you would like to, fun stuff. If you would like to take advantage of that, uh, know that your money, if you do have it, yep. to spare, would be going <laughs> to a good place, and yep. you'll get a little, little double for it. A little double, little and, shout outs, yep, and little. every. What we plan to do with our, our uh, charity donations mm-hmm. um, and working that into our monthly uh, allowance of treats mm-hmm. is that um, right now we're making $56 a month on which Patreon, is a good chunk. which is good and respectable. Um, we will be donating 33% of that mm-hmm. to some manner of charitable cause per month. And what we'll do is sometime probably around the middle of the month, uh, uh, maybe, maybe around the 20th or so, mm-hmm. uh, we'll set up a poll and you can donate. And this is, uh, this will be available to, uh, uh, donors of all levels, mm-hmm. um, you can uh, vote on which of a few, a handful of charities to donate to that month. And, um, you know, so we'll make sure that we get some money out to a, a variety of worthy causes throughout the year. Yee. Yee. And then um, our new uh, goals, um, if we manage to get to $100 a month in Patreon monies mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll up that to 40 percent, and it'll be a nice clean 40 dollars going to something nice yeah out there in the world helping out so shout out to our five dollar sec leaders sarah m lenny w carrie lena rachel w and audrey f thank you so much for supporting us Yay, thank you. and big ol ten dollar thank you to chief cultivators of the show scout 
And Colin, we love you. Thank you. The absolute the absolute, day ones. The day ones. The day ones. And thank you also to Noispace.xyz for being our podcast network. And big, really big thank you to set leader Matt GameCube Nintendo. The only man who ever posts on Tumblr. <laughs> for He has been busting ass moving the entire site to a new and better server. Mm-hmm. Um, so big thank you to Matt. He's doing, he's doing some big work. Um, and uh, check out Noispace.xyz. There's a lot of podcasts there. Uh, we have a couple. There's a couple new ones. Going on, there's Kid Nation Nation you can check out. We got Radish. We got uh, Picking Up Something Good. We got Fear Baiting. We got Jergenic. We got the classic H-Kip. We got for the classic h For those of us who would like to remain in the Yeeling Autonomous Zone. Yep. If you, yeah. If you want to head over to the Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die Autonomous Zone, that's there. And it's always good. Um, once again, I'm Roy. I'm on Twitter at SemperFunny. And also at Healing Hypebeast, if all you want to see is the Modow stuff. Love it. And I'm Fallon. <laughs> I'm on Twitter at America's Burden. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's uh, that's our show for today, yeah. y'all. And you can find Pod Recesses, the us of the us, at cloudrecessespod.tumblr.com. And on twitter.com slash cloudrecess, just the one pod, just the one recess on that Twitter. Just one recess. Uh, and we're on all the podcast apps and all that good stuff. So, you know, subscribe. Right. Like us. Sure. Leave some comments. Do whatever the fuck. And if you're over 18, you can go ahead and join our Discord, where we have nice, fun chats. Yeah, it's pretty good chats. It's a fairly active, friendly place. It's I good. I like to think, so. <laughs> you know, uh, the link is in the description, as always. And uh, yeah. you know what we say at the end of every episode? El Rey. Semper Bunny! So we say Semper Bunny. You... Are all my nephews now? All my nephews now. Semper funny poop. Bye y'all. Bye. Y'all.